Welcome to the 612 podcast. I'm Jonathan Stiano, consultant plastic surgeon, and I'm going to talk about how you can make your private practice run like a business rather than just a job. I'm going to talk about putting in systems and processes into your practice so that you can deliver a consistently excellent service and level of care to your patients. I'm not talking about the clinical care that you deliver, I'm talking about everything else. Every week, at 6.12, I'll be on the club Facebook page with a live broadcast where I'll be giving tips and advice. And I'll run on to this podcast, which will be published every Friday. So here goes for today's episode. Can you imagine the difference? Coronavirus has swept the world and we are all having to change the way we do things. And I think the important thing that I've learned is that there is... Nothing certain in life except uncertainty. And uh, this crisis has certainly demonstrated that. And I think there's going to be two types of people. I think there's going to be people who just hope it's going to blow over and just, you know, just stop their private practice and just hope that things will, will get better. But then there's others who will pivot, change, adapt, thrive, and fill the space. Uh, I mean, I have to be in the second group because I'm full-time private practice now, so I haven't got any options. So I have to adapt to survive. And I'm going to embrace the challenge. I already have done a uh, full virtual clinic yesterday, and I'm doing another one tomorrow. And I'm quite enjoying it, really. I stay at home. I dress up in a suit, so I look a bit smarter than this. But, um, you know, I still wear my slippers, wear my comfortable shoes, don't have to drive anywhere, save at least an hour in driving. And, um, you know, it's... it's um, it's a good thing. It's it works well, and I think that it's not perfect. It's not as good as an in-person consultation. You might not be able to charge the same as you've charged for an in-person consultation, or at least you might want to charge for a phone slash um, virtual consultation, and then offer a free in-person one. So you might have to change things up a bit. But first of all, I think we have to do it, and. If I was giving this broadcast a couple of days ago, I would say to you, get out there and you've got to embrace uh, video technology and uh, phone consultations and video consultations. But now today, which is the 19th of March, 2020, I think you probably realize that you have to embrace it because you've got no option because elective surgery has stopped and uh, certainly cosmetic surgery has stopped in the private hospitals. And so we have uh, uh, pretty much in lockdown people are advised not to go to crowded places and so we have to realize that we still have to deliver value to patients so we have to think of innovative ways we can deliver value to patients we're still healthy we've still got knowledge we've still got advice and opinions we can give to patients and we've got to look at innovative ways so we can deliver that to patients and build our practice build our brand positioning Be the one that's helpful at these difficult times. Let the hospitals know that you're offering virtual consultations. Let the patients know that you're offering consultations. It's not that you're closed. It's not like, you know, you've gone away. Now more than ever, we need to do this because the NHS is stretched. We all know the NHS is stretched. And the last thing they need is people who are worried about their hip pain or their breast implants or their whatever it is, um, you know, the surgery that they had a year ago contacting the nhs because they think that the clinic and the surgeon that did their surgery has shut down because of coronavirus we need to let people know we're not shut down we're still open for business we're still here we can still talk we can still do virtual consultations we can still give value we can still give advice 
And we need to let people know that. And we need to look at innovative, innovative ways of delivering that. And that is something that I'm really embracing with my practice. We're offering online consultations, virtual telephone slash video consultations. And we've uh, putting in processes and software to help us to deliver that. And I think we all need to be embracing that because, to be honest with you, I think this is going to happen for the future. And you know what? It might not be a bad thing. There's a lot you can do, a lot more than you think you can do on a telephone consultation. I can see me doing maybe a virtual consultation once a week, uh, a vir- virtual clinic once a week, and a, an in-person clinic once a week. It's got several benefits. Look at the benefits. Look at the Look at the upside. First of all, you can video them. Uh, sorry, you can record them. You can give patients a recording if you want. Uh, you can reflect on the recordings yourself, but you can certainly give patients a recording so you, they can go over it and what you said and, and what you've done. You can do screen shares and what have you. You can, uh, it saves time. It saves time driving on the roads. It helps with CO2 emissions uh, and global warming. I think the less car journeys we do, the better. I think we'd all agree on that and it saves your your um, your your time and money and that you, you don't have to commute and travel and so i think there are definite benefits to it there's no doubt that it's not as good as doing an in-person consultation but we can do it with an in-person consultation because there's a lot of things that we go through during the in-person consultation that we can get out of the way with the virtual one and then when we do see patients in the clinic then we just do the examination or do the treatment that we need to be doing. So I think we need to embracing this new world that we're in. We need to be looking at different ways of engaging and adding values to patients. And we need to be trying to look at the upside, look at the positives uh, of this and realizing that this is going to probably be a long-term difference in the way that we engage with patients, in the way we talk to patients, in the way that we deliver healthcare. There's still going to be private practice in a year or six months or or maybe two years i don't know how long before it all comes back to back again there'll still be elective surgery being performed we just need to weather this storm and look at it to 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 double up and improve the service we're giving so that when we come out there we're actually giving a better service we've got better systems in place better ways of communicating and delivering the care to the patients and this is an opportunity that those of us who want to embrace it will actually build and grow our practice grow the amount of people that know about us that uh, realize that we care and we're out there to engage with them well because the others are just going to be putting their head in the sand uh, and hoping that it all blows over we've got to try and ride the wave not drown uh, and you know wait for the waters to settle because when the waters settle you're either going to float to the surface dead or you're going to be coughing and spluttering we need to be riding that wave surfing it to a better world and a better way of delivering care. Think about virtual consultations, telephone consultations, virtual clinics, ways that you can deliver care to your patients, let the hospitals know that you're doing it, and start to look at this brave new world that we're in. Very, very exciting. Who knows what's going to happen next week? I cannot wait. Then about you, next week, 6-12, here, I will be there. Hope you'll be there too. Catch you then.